What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Thanks so much for tuning in. The global pandemic has disrupted supply chains all over the world, and the fashion industry is, of course, no exception. Global manufacturing and distribution is now a much bigger challenge than ever before. My guest today is Trisha Hoke. She's the founder and CEO of Modern Brands. It's a membership program for apparel companies that helps streamline the production process. It's a fascinating conversation, and it starts in just a moment. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by 3DM. The future of fashion is being built right now in 3D. 3DM is the fastest way to build, manage, and publish high-quality 3D assets. Whether you're selling apparel, accessories, or footwear, 3D assets are the best way to engage the customer of tomorrow. 3D assets can be used to level up your e-commerce site for augmented reality and even to walk into the metaverse. To learn more, visit unlimited3d.com. That's unlimited3d.com. So Trisha, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So for those who don't know, what is Modern Brands? So Modern Brands is a membership-based platform where we help people get through their product development easier, faster, and cost-effectively. Essentially, I like to say we're WordPress for fashion or Canva for fashion. We're on a mission to basically digitize every type of fashion product in the world, put it into our platform, and offer it in a semi-open source model. And so walk us through how it works. When you say products, you're talking apparel products, or are you into shoes, like accessories, or is it mostly apparel? Mostly apparel. I mean, we do and will have some accessories moving forward, and you know, who knows what the future will bring. But right now, mostly apparel. And so how does it work? I'm a designer. I want to scale up my production or I want to do a first run of my brand. How can I work with a company like yours? Yeah, so it's pretty easy. You come in, you sign up for either a free or a premium membership, and you can go into our style blocks and search through our styles. And then when you select a style, say you select a blouse or a denim jacket or whatever it is, you can then go and download any number of documents, design documents that go behind this file as a working file and take it and move on with your normal process and move on your merry way. Or you can go through our design tool. And what our design tool does is lets you kind of source the fabric. You choose your country and then we have pre-source options that work with these style blocks embedded in there. You can choose your fabrics, your trims, see the costs and the MOQs right away, and then kind of exit 10 minutes later with your full costing and production ready to go and a PO in hand and ready to be handed off to a vendor. Wow. So right now, how messy is that process? Like prior to modern brands, how messy is the process of you know, making that design, picking all those trims and finishes, the fabrics? Like it seems like it's a zillion moving parts. Oh my God, it's crazy. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why we started this company because while we really love and believe in 3D and digitization, that's not, that's not all of it, right? (laughs) Like that's just because you digitize your garment doesn't mean you're going to production. And also your small factory, you know, in way back in Thailand might not even care (laughs) your digitization. They just need the pattern or the idea. I think where we've gotten and what I've seen working in the industry for as long as I have is that we're making a lot of the same things over and over again. It's fashion. We're always cyclical, but even beyond that, 
if you look up denim jacket in Google, how many denim jackets are you going to come across? It's going to be from Forever 21 to Balenciaga. And they're all going to basically look like a trucker denim jacket. So the garment is not what makes the brand. And we all know that the brand is, you know, what fabrics you're making, the quality, how you're selling it in, who you're selling it to. But that core part of the product, does the pattern work? Is the pattern fitting? How does it, you know, sew together? All of those things are documents that are created by design teams. And right now brands are all doing their own versions of these things. And that's kind of our goal is to how do we set these kind of standards set up, but also enable extreme creativity and extreme flexibility. We don't just put it into one program. We put it into everything from your AI file to your DXF pattern to your 3D file. Everything is kind of connected to this style block for download or pushing into another technology. And so the business model, it sounds like your software as a service, correct? Yep. Yep. So definitely it's a premium or a standard account. If you come in standard account, you'll still be able to get stuff, but it's kind of the basics. Whereas the premium account is really where we're like, Hey, here's the cool new trends and leopard print walks down the runway. We're going to go add a leopard print to all the premium blocks and you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. And so you mentioned the comparison to WordPress or Canva, which are both tools that I'm very familiar with as someone who produces content on the internet. Do you think that software right now is making fashion design more open and democratic or accessible with all of these new softwares and solutions? I think it could be, but I think in some cases and why we started what we're starting, it's not necessarily democratizing it. Having stuff go into 3D is great and digitization is great, but that's not really helping you run your business. That's not where I saw having an agency and working in multiple fashion companies where I saw our problems were falling in. I was a tech designer and a product developer, so I was always sandwiched in between design and manufacturing. And the problems really kind of start there. You know, if you have a production that gets really messed up or really delayed, that came from some part in the process. And that process is kind of the upfront part. We work with a lot of startup clients and a lot of clients that are midsize and they'll come to us for some of our consulting programs. And, you know, they're like, oh, I got a tech pack and my thing isn't coming out and I don't know what's happening here. And like everything's messed up. And it's, it's not just getting a tech pack that makes your garment like go through the design process. You have to work with it and you have to do the right things at the right time. And those, those things are hard to know what to do or how to do it. And then I also think that we've just become, because of the way manufacturing and the fashion industry grew and it was overseas, it's been a very closed process. So people literally just go to factories thinking they're customers of factories. And factories are really just interviewing people to see how much business they're going to bring them. So there's this huge disconnect between the two. I think that if factories didn't have to have in the last 10 years, higher design and development help. And if designers weren't always spinning around doing their own thing, we maybe would have been able to approach the industry a little different, but we were so closed and everybody wasn't sharing anything. And we're getting to the point now, I think, in the world where that sharing and that kind of open kind of mindset has really proven itself in the tech industry. You know, open source code had basically built the world that we live in now. So I, I think that that's really where my passion is about what we're doing is I, I love that all the aspects of what everyone's doing in the industry, but it all comes down to, you know, what are we building and how are we building it and how are we connecting and sharing on this stuff? Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned the manufacturers that are possibly 
in Thailand. So you're helping actually these designers find the manufacturing help that they need as well, correct? Yeah. So every style block in the back end either has a factory connected to it that it's like either factory is ODM style or it's a, a factory that we've sourced for it or it's connected to like an agency source like manufacture.com where you can go through and get to that factory or that person. So it's almost like an, an agent, but all of those costs are built into our calculator and kind of there for you. We don't do your production. We get you ready to go out and do production and you can either take the items and go to your own place or you can route through us and we'll send you directly to your partners. Fantastic. There's a couple other like, technical things that we're doing too, where we're connecting in as plugins into other technologies and we're connecting into, you know, other factories. We're starting to sign on to do white label kind of versions of our tools so that they can help their customers get through the process faster. But all of it is really based on how many styles can we get into this tool as fast as we can, which we've been working like crazy the last two years. And then we're opening it up now to when people come in and order the style blocks, they're able to then ask us if they, you know, we know not everybody wants to make the same blouse we design. So they can say, oh, I want to lengthen the sleeves or I want to, you know, change the collar or whatever they do. They can ask us and our our team of people on the back end can come in and do that for them if they don't have the ability to do it. But after the corrections made, we give the opportunity to repost into modern brands so that we can just keep going on our mission of getting every style digitized but then they can also make royalties on that forever. And I think that that's a pretty powerful network effect that we're building in. Yeah, it's so interesting. I was just speaking with someone who's working on digitizing your wardrobe as a consumer. So putting all the items, like taking pictures of them, having a better sort of sense of what's in your wardrobe. And now it seems like you're doing this, but on the production side of it, right? So why do you think we're moving towards this like digital closet or this, I mean, digitization has been so huge for the fashion industry over the last decade, but is the pain point you're solving just the kind of confusion or the like many different parts that someone has to put together on the production side? Or is it like, it seems like it's a lot of different pieces, right? Because it's also not knowing the suppliers as well. Yeah, I mean, I think the pain point is confusion. And I think it's on both sides, you know, getting what you want to your factory, factories have gotten a lot smarter, and they've started doing, you know, wholesale products, you know, AliExpress has become a thing. But I've talked to millions of brands that have started off of AliExpress. And once they get to a certain level, they're like, Oh, I really want to have a better fitting garment, or I really want to be able to choose my materials. And then they're shocked. They're shocked at how much it actually takes to get a product to market. They're shocked that how much it actually costs because they're not aware that when they're buying from these wholesale models, they're buying off of like 50,000 runs that are spread out across multiple people. So, you know, yeah, no, you can't custom design, you know, this awesome tracksuit and get it landed for $6 in your own fabric choices <laughs> and in your own fit. Like they don't get all of the processes that go into that. But I think the digitization is coming because, you know, nobody owns pants. We all wear pants. We all know, we all see this kind of standardization thing, but then it all just gets derivative out. And I think that everybody's trying to figure it out. How do we get this to be a little easier and a little faster instead of just so one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah. 
And I think even from the consumer side, like efficiency is what we're looking for in our wardrobes and our shopping experiences. So it totally makes sense that we're leveraging some of the new technologies to get there. As I understand it, you also provide research and insights into fashion trends for your clients. Can you tell me about the side of the business? Yeah, sure. So, you know, we're not out here saying we're going to like replace WSGN or anything because like, you know, they're the good guys at, at the trends. But what we're really out here doing is saying, okay, so this has happened on the runway. This is what's happening in the trend reports. And we've taken it the next step. So everything's going on. And here we are giving you, here's a bunch of fabrics in Turkey, in China, in the USA that go along with this trend. Here's a couple of blocks that you can use that are starting places for these types of trends. So we'll send out trend reports that are like, let's say wrap dresses walk down the runway and it was a couple different versions of them. And we're going to be like, here's our wrap dress style. And, you know, here other people as they come in and they, uh, elevate or add to it. Maybe they add tiers onto it or they put a wider belt or whatever it is. If they choose to put that back into the community, then not only are they giving that block out and anybody can have a starting place for that and we can connect it in the back end to the vendors and all of those, all of that thing, but they're also able to make money off of that. And so I think it's why I say WordPress for fashion is we're not just like out here helping people build fashion the way WordPress helped people build websites. But we're also building a community of, of builders like WordPress did. They built a community of people who built WordPress and built whole careers off of that. And I want that to be us, you know, technical designers and pattern makers coming in and building this kind of catalog of the world's fashion. And so the future of manufacturing, is it open source? I don't know that it's open, open source, but yeah, I hope so. I think it's definitely more open. It's not really going to change more than just making it less painful and more convenient. Fashion's still going to be fashion. It's all about how you are creative. You know, you're wearing a sweater. I'm wearing a blouse. It's not like these are unique products. Somebody's made a silk blouse like this before, but why did I buy this silk blouse from theory? You know, it's like, I love the silk. I love the way it's cut. I love the way that the buttons are like you still, everybody's still going to have that opportunity to build off of it. But why are we all creating denim jackets from scratch? I don't know. (laughs) Like it, it exists out there. And part of this came from being a small batch manufacturer in LA for, I had my own factory and I was literally helping people build the same thing. Like I can't tell you how many jogger pants patterns I've, I've created. I had five brands that we were working with want leather jackets at the same time. And then my pattern maker, of course, I paid for five different leather jacket patterns, knowing fully well that she was copying and pasting this pattern in and then taking it the rest of the way for each client's specific needs. I was just like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's always kind of drove me crazy. And so I started building in our agency, in our factory, I started building this tool and testing it out. And pre-pandemic, I decided to take the plunge and build the technology. Fantastic. And so if people want to sign up or get involved, how can they follow you and stay in touch with your work? So you can go to modernbrands.com and sign up for free or premium membership. We're MVP. So be kind. We're still working on some of our workflows, but come in and get involved. 
Other ways are, you know, we do a lot of brand consulting and helping with brands too. That's it's a shirt doesn't make a brand. It's everything else makes your brand successful. So you can always schedule a time to talk in our, we have a little thing up top saying schedule a free consult. And we like to help brands decide what to do or help them get where they're going. Some people come in and they just order a tech pack. Some people come in and I've had people on our partner program for years now who just like having this design team in the back end that kind of helps them through everything. And we use our blocks for them and we help them do all their new products and do their lab dips. And it's like we're an outsourced design team for them on the back end, but they get the benefit of having our technology and our blocks at their disposal. Yeah. And are you planning on raising funding like in the near future to scale the technology? What's next for you? So we are actually kind of... Well, we raised a little bit, but mostly I went out to raise before the pandemic and nobody was really into 3D fashion at that time. <laughs> like it really exploded after the pandemic. So sure now did. everybody knows what I'm talking about. But before I was just getting weird looks. So I just decided, hey, I can make the money for myself and build it. And that's what I did. And my husband and I put a little bit of our own money in. And then we did just raise some funding and have another raise going on right now with a couple of strategic investors. We really want people to come in early that really believe in what we're doing. And then, yeah, we're probably going to have to go out and raise because it's a, a fairly large endeavor we're taking on here. But we really hope that we can become like these standards can become something that feeds into every technology. You know, your friend who's doing the digitize your closet. Is there a way this can, can these blocks can go in here and help by getting it like 90% of the way there. If you're using a PLM system, we want you to be able to open up the modern brand style block. And if you're a member, be able to just pull any system, any style block in. We want our stuff to get digitized every which way. But always, always, you're still going to be able to come to us and download an Excel tech pack and just go to your factory. You know, it's like it's the wide range of everything behind that garment. And they all have been tested and worked together. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I wish you the best of luck with the future of your company. You know, they say software is eating the world. Software can do a lot for the fashion industry if we just sort of bring those two worlds together. And it definitely sounds like you're well on your way to doing that. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. That was my conversation with Trisha Hoke, the founder and CEO of Modern Brands. You can learn more about them at modernbrands.com. For all past and future episodes of the show, visit electricrunway.com and click on podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by 3DM. The future of fashion is being built right now in 3D. 3DM is the fastest way to build, manage, and publish high-quality 3D assets. Whether you're selling apparel, accessories, or footwear, 3D assets are the best way to engage the customer of tomorrow. 3D assets can be used to level up your e-commerce site for augmented reality and even to walk into the metaverse. To learn more, visit unlimited3d.com. That's unlimited3d.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, here's looking towards the future.